0: All right, today we are going to knock out another 2023 rookie mock draft. We're going to do me and Nathan and Jeremy, who has joined us again to do another mock draft here. Uh, We're going to do this mock draft with landing spots. So we pulled just a random mock draft, and we're going to use that uh, to determine how we would draft these players if hypothetically these landing spots were to come true. In the Real NFL Draft. But first, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like the video. we got all kinds of new rookie content, new dynasty content coming out every single week, including these rookie mocks. We're trying to do at least three or four of them a month, so make sure you keep that subscribe button clicked, and make sure you continue to watch out for rookie content here. Let's go ahead and get into it. This is going to be a four-round. Find somewhere else that has a four-round rookie mock draft, but this is going to be a four-round rookie mock draft here, and... Um, It's going to get pretty interesting. It's interesting, I think. So, without further ado, I'll start with the 101. I'm going to take Bijan Robinson. In this mock draft, Bijan Robinson goes at the 128 to the Cincinnati Bengals. And um, honestly, I'm good with this. This would tank Joe Mixon's value. I mean, you would literally see his value plummet like you've never seen a player's values plummet before. But honestly, I don't think it would mean the end of Joe Mixon if Bijan went there. But it's a great landing spot for Bijan being tied to Joe Burrow. Uh, being in an offense that has proven that it can produce at an elite level, they almost made a second straight Super Bowl. I'd be thrilled if Bijan went to this offense. Jeremy, I'll give you the or two.
1: Yeah, I'll take Bryce Young at the the, one, the 102, and he was also the second pick in the draft in, the, in this uh, mock draft. Shout out Shane Helm from Draft Countdown. Guy just absolutely grinds away seven-round mocks, so good for him. Um, but, yeah, I'll take Bryce Young here, first quarterback at the board, top five draft capital. Um, I'd imagine if he goes here that the weight's not an issue or something like that. So I'll take Bryce Young.
0: Okay, Nathan?
2: Yeah, um, with the landing spot here, if Will Levis is going the 104, I'll take Will Levis 103 in Dynasty rookie drafts, um, even over Stroud. Um, hit that. This is obviously him going to the Colts. We like that landing spot for anyone. Please, Colts draft a QB. Um, Will Levisair will have plenty of weapons at the uh receiver position obviously playing with Jonathan Taylor, which is a big load off of his back and then a um developing offensive line that will be better next year than it was this season.
0: Hmm. I got to go Stroud with the Panthers. Um That's cool. Look, I, I I would be thrilled if I got Stroud here uh at the 104. That would be the greatest 104 value of all time. I do think if the draft capital reflects this, I don't blame anybody for taking Will Levis over CJ Stroud. However, I like Stroud a lot better. I think he has a lot less question marks. I think Will Levis in particular has quite a few question marks that I'm concerned about. So with Stroud going to the Panthers, playing with Frank Reich uh, is a really good landing spot for CJ Stroud. If there's anybody that can develop his game, it's going to be Frank Reich. So I like the landing spot. I'll take CJ Stroud any day at the 104.
1: And real quick, I know we want to keep this video kind of quick. But we did say last week that, you know, draft capital for a quarterback is definitely something that you need to take account for. So Nathan did what we said last week was a big deal. If the quarterback is taken in the top five, that means that he's probably going to have more than one chance to succeed. And then CJ goes nine off the board of the Panthers in this draft. So if they didn't trade up to get him, he fell into their lap at nine. But that just kind of goes to show the difference between a quarterback being taken top five as opposed to first round capital top ten. Sure, but it's not the same as a top five asset. So I thought that was a good exercise of saying, of doing what we actually said is the, the right thing to do more or less in, in rookie drafts. So, yeah, that's a good point, Jeremy. Um, at the one Oh five. Uh, I mean, God, I, I guess I'll take Jameer Gibbs first round, first round running back here to the Philadelphia Eagles at the end of the first. I mean, I already got roasted for my take on Jameer Gibbs, but I don't think he's a very good runner. But first round draft capital, it is what it is. I I can't argue with a running back being taken in the first round. When he gets that kind of capital, I got to take him. So Jameer gives it the 105.
2: Yeah. Um, if this again, man, if this mock is accurate and it ends up falling like this, if Jordan Addison's the first receiver off the board at the one hundred twelve going to be with Bryce Young in Houston and us, you know, really labeling Addison as one of those safer receivers in this draft class, I mean I gotta take him here at the one oh six, even over JSN, even over Quentin Johnston. Um, because that's that's that just to me seems like it. That would have to be the right pick at that point. So I will take Addison here. Great prospect out of USC, great talent, great route runner, good hands. Um, he's going to do well, really, wherever he goes.
0: Well, I can confidently tell you that even if Zay Flowers goes ahead of JSN, I'm not really looking to take Zay Flowers ahead of JSN. So in this mock, you know, we got Zay Flowers at the 122, Quentin Johnson at the 123. Even a couple of tight ends scattered in here, and then JSN finally at the 125 of the Giants. I'll take JSN. I like the landing spot. Actually, I think I think the Giants are in need of a receiver like JSN. I think Daniel Jones has proven that he can support like a fantasy producing wide receiver, and he did it with of all people, Darius Slayton this year. So <laughs> if theoretically they were able to land JSN in New York, I would like that in Brian Dable's offense. Uh, I still believe in JSN, the player. I not necessarily buying the narrative that he's falling behind all these receivers in the draft, but I guess if it did come to this, um, I probably would have taken Addison as well, I think. And at this point though, and they're within six picks of each other, all three of these guys, I'll take JSN just because I like them the most here. Um, yeah. Jeremy, you're up. All right. I'm at the 108, correct? Yes.
1: Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this guy was taken in the second round of the smock. I don't really carry my RB two of the class. I'm taking Zach Charbonnet as for the Miami Dolphins.
0: Dang it. Nice. Um,
1: you give me you give me this landing spot for Zach Charbonnet, and I think I think it's wheels. I think it's wheels up. So yep, I, I'll take Zach Charbonnet in this offense. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. The 108.
2: Cool. Uh, give me QJ at the 109 uh, landing spot with the Vikings. If he ends up going to the Vikings, I think you could even see a bit of a value dip. With QJ, obviously, because, you know, like Justin Jefferson or something is there. Um, but, I mean, you're seeing Adam Thielen on the decline for sure. I don't really think he's going to be much of a factor next year if he, if he's even on the Vikings at all. Um, and then KJ Osborne, not really what – Maybe he could have been if he really was anything to begin with. Um, QJ would be such a better deep threat and such a good complementary piece of Justin Jefferson where you could, again, see another one of those elite passing offensive teams that has two high-producing wide receivers complementing each other. So.
0: So I'm at the 110. I'll take Anthony Richardson here. He went in the early second to the Raiders. I think you've seen over the last couple of years with guys like Jalen Hurts. doesn't really matter if, if quarterbacks go in the second round. They still can produce at a high level and then end up in good situations. With Anthony Richardson, I think if the Raiders did draft him, they would be drafting him for to start him. So that would be a starting quarterback, somebody with the best rushing upside in the class. At that, the, the one ten. I think this is really good value here. If this is actually where Anthony Richardson goes, I think that you could make a case to take him over these receivers. Um, again, I'm not super. Again, second round capital is not great, but I'm not super worried about that. Given you know the kind of the landscape of how the QBs have fallen, not to mention you know first round quarterbacks are far from a sure thing. We've seen that you know through the data presented throughout the years. So I'll take Anthony Richardson at the one ten. All right, Jeremy, you're up.
1: All right. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, I'm not high on this guy as a prospect either, but draft capital is draft capital, and Jalen Hyatt is the 2022 Blitnikoff winner. Uh, he goes He goes to Buffalo here in this mock draft, so first-round pick. Go alongside Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen. at Josh Allen for at least four years. Uh, I'll take Jalen Hyatt at the 111.
2: All right, um, that'll leave me with taking Zay Flowers um, at the 112 last pick here in the first round. Going to the Ravens, obviously they clearly need more receiver help, and with Greg Roman leaving the Ravens and his very unique offensive system that caters to the tight ends and the running backs. You're definitely going to see those receivers get some more work there. And hopefully Lamar Jackson can have some greater passing volume than he has in years past. Um, so Zay Flowers, I actually am a fan of that landing spot there for the Ravens and he could be a good value for sure.
0: This is where it gets a little bit interesting. I think um, Josh down at the two tens two ten is nice. I like Cedric Tillman actually at the two 21 to the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I don't love A-Chain's landing spot here. Boutte, he slid in this draft. This is my roundabout way of saying, I think I'm going to take Cedric Tillman here. So Cedric Tillman goes at the 221 to the Seahawks. So obviously, second-round capital for a receiver is not, you know, it's it's not nothing. It's fine draft capital. I like his skill set. I think he would fit well on the Seahawks. I think maybe you're seeing this as a potentially, you know, replacing Tyler Lockett as he phases out. Tyler Lockett is over 30 years old now, so I think he'd have a role there. I think he'd fit well in Pete Carroll's offense, uh, and this is just more or less a product of I didn't really like some of the other landing spots that happened here, so I like Cedric Tillman's landing spot the most. I'm sure this is probably the highest you've seen him, but to me, looking at this draft board, I like him here, so I'll take Cedric Tillman. I like it, yeah. Um,
1: 202, I'll take Josh Downs in, in Tennessee. Not Not the greatest landing spot in the world, but... Who's the quarterback's best friend if they're not very good? It's a slot receiver. And I think Josh Downs turns Kyle Phillips into pink mist more or less. So I'll take Josh Downs here at the 202. Um, feel pretty good about it. Take Josh Downs.
2: Nice. All right. Um, and at the uh, 203, I'll take Michael Mayer. Uh, going at the 116 to the communist. <clears throat> sorry, Commanders. Um, and, you know, honestly, with that uh, mid-first-round draft capital for any tight ends, he's going to have that. Um, insulated value. People are going to believe in him for a long time. He's probably going to go up in value if he shows any flashes at all in the market and um, that'll be a good opportunity to either you know, choose to hold him or ship him off for some really good assets at wide receiver and running back. So I'll take Michael Mayer there.
0: I'll take the last rookie taken in the first round of this draft and that's Dalton Kincaid. He went at the 124 of the Jaguars Honestly, if Kincaid goes at the 124 and Mayer goes at the 116 and they have these landing spots where Kincaid goes to the Jaguars and Mayer goes to the Commanders, I'm going to take Kincaid over Michael Mayer. So i just I, tired to Trevor Lawrence. You seeing what Evan Ingram did in that offense as a tight end this year, I like that situation a lot more than I like. Uh, potentially, you know, Michael Mayer going and playing with Sam Howell. I mean, there's obviously – I think the draft capital of eight spots isn't a big enough difference for me to not just choose the landing spot preference. So I like him with Trevor Lawrence. I'll go ahead and take him here. Yeah, I,
1: I think that's I think that's a good fit for for Kincaid too, especially with Doug Peterson liking to use the the tight ends a lot. I'm going to take my boy here, Devon A. Chain at the uh, the 205. Not the best planning spot in the world. Him and DeAndre Swift working with each other, but I imagine if they take Devon A. Chain at the 205 here, that they plan on not extending DeAndre Swift or utilizing him more as like a ground and pound running back, and not utilizing him as much at the receiving, uh, the receiving position. So I'll take Devon A. Chain at the 205.
2: Nice. Um, I'm going to go... Man. You know, I... Oh, my gosh. This is tough for me. I'm going to take Rasheed Rice, going at the 209 to the Saints, another complimentary piece to, obviously, Chris Olave being there. We don't know what the QB situation is going to look like in New Orleans for the foreseeable future, but, you know, if they land a nice free agent, someone like Derek Carr, maybe even Jimmy Garoppolo... Um, someone like that, I think um you'll you'll have a nice again complimentary piece there who will insulate his value. He's a rookie wide receiver and I will always take my shot on those receivers every day of the week.
0: Um I'm gonna go ahead and take Hendon Hooker here. Hendon Hooker his he was wow. mocked at the three nineteen to the Bucks and when I'm getting into the late second here in a super flex draft, I'm gonna grab as many of these tight ends as I can or <laughs> quarterbacks. Thanks. Quarterbacks I can especially you know going to a team it, at the Buccaneers where he might have a chance to start. There's been a little bit of buzz around NFL scouts with Hennon Hooker. I'm not personally the biggest fan, but again, if he's going to this team and there's not another quarter, if Kyle Trask is the only quarterback they have when they draft and Hooker, I'm going to take and Hooker in the late second all day. So I, I, I don't love him personally as a player, but looking at the landing spot, not the worst draft capital. I'll take a shot on him in the late second. I think it's worth it in a super flex league. Nice. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was where I was going with my
0: next
1: pick, so I'll take uh, I'll take Zach Evans here in the, the third round to the to the Cowboys. I imagine if they're taking Zach Evans in the third round, that means they're See moving it. on from Zeke or they're moving on from Pollard, somebody. So uh, I like Zach Evans. I think he's gotten a lot of hate so far in the last couple of months from um, analysts looking at his analytical profile and him not being able to play for uh, Ole Miss. With uh trying to beat out Quinn Quinn, Quinn John Jenkins uh, the true freshman running back, but I like Zach Evans. I think the is really good, so I'll take him here.
2: Nice. Um, I'll go ahead and take Kendry Miller going to the Falcons at the three twelve here, um, and he is you know if if he's going here, he's obviously replacing Tyler Algier, and he is a be- better talent than Tyler Algier, and with the usage that Algier had in that, um. Very limited offense last season for the Falcons. Um, I, I could definitely see Kendry Miller getting some real solid usage for the foreseeable future in Atlanta. So I'll take take Kendre Miller.
0: Well, I'm glad Kayshaun Boutte made it back to me. I'm going to take him. Yeah. Um, look, the Broncos, it, I think it's a fine landing spot. I think Sean Payton would be creative in finding ways to use him. Obviously, you're seeing him slide this much, and you're like, well, this kind of stinks. But I think if I'm looking at Keishon Boutte being drafted at the 305 and then guys like Zach Evans and Kendra Miller going behind him in the third, I'm more likely to take the wide receiver that was selected in the third just purely based on value insulation. I believe that Boutte can maintain his value throughout his rookie year more than those guys can. I think people will be especially lenient with Boutte because he was such a hot name uh, even just last year in in Debbie formats as well. So I'll, uh, I'll take Boutte and I'll, I think that was the 210, right, and I'll, Yep. Really hope that Boutte actually does something with Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson <laughs> can actually get him the ball. So, yeah. All right, I'm taking one of our sleepers from our sleeper
1: episode. I'm going to go to Tajay Spears here at the two eleven from landing in Arizona. Uh, I imagine that James Conner is on his last life, whether that's that's this off season if he if he goes or if he sticks it out for one more year. Either way, I think Tajay Spears comes in puts to work with James Conner. if this is the the landing spot for him, and he's fresh, and he provides something that James Conner kind of doesn't really provide in the running game. So, I like to fit with Tajay Spears next to Kyler Murray, and pretty happy with the two eleven with Tajay Spears.
2: All right, all right, I will go. I, um, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Sean Tucker. I'm going at the four hundred one to Chicago. Um, We really don't know what the running back room is going to look like there in Chicago. If they're going to re-sign Montgomery, I don't really think it means that much if they do or if they let him go and they don't have much draft capital investment in Khalil Herbert. So if you have Sean Tucker there going into Chicago, he's younger. He's going to be starting out on that rookie deal. He has higher draft capital than uh, Khalil Herbert does. You could see him getting running back one carries in that offense. So I'll take him.
0: You know (sighs) – I'll go ahead and take Izzy Abanaconda here. You know, going at the 402 to Houston, I'm very confident he can beat out Damian Pierce for that spot. I like his skill set. There are some other receivers here that I'd like to take that went in round two and three. Um, But I'll take Izzy Abanaconda just purely because he's a sleeper. I like him. Now we're into the third round, so it doesn't really. There's a lot, yeah, low risk at this point. So, yeah,
1: people are probably going to kill us for this guy being available at the 302. I'll I'll take Tank Bigsby. Uh, going to Baltimore Gross. in the third round. Uh, not the greatest landing spot, given that he's going to have to compete with J.K. Dobbins. But, again, I imagine they're probably going to end up taking taking a guy in day two there in Baltimore, maybe early day three. But uh, the draft capital kind of speaks for itself. But, I mean, J.K. Dobbins is also a day two pick. So, I like, the, I like getting Tank Bigsby here day two running back in, in the third round. So, I'll take him.
2: Yeah, uh, let's not forget about Tyler Scott here going in Brad. the second rounds um, to the Patriots. Not a very great landing spot that we like to see, but you know they actually have a real offensive coordinator now, bringing in um, Bill O'Brien from Alabama, the former. GM and head coach of the Texans. Uh, This guy is kind of up and coming, a prospect out of, um, help me here, Cincinnati. And um, he could definitely be moving up draft boards in no time if he gets this sort of draft capital and a better landing spot than the Patriots.
0: This is tough. I'm going to have to go back into round two and grab uh, Darnell Washington uh a tight end out of Georgia. He's he I don't know why you didn't take this guy. He's a six seven tight end. That's, <laughs> that's I, I'm surprised you're not talking about his thighs and everything. But you know, I think that with at this point in the late third or I'm sorry, early third, I'll just go off the draft capital. I'll take I'll take he went to oh he went to the Panthers. I thought that said Patriots. Still, they don't have they don't have a tight end. He could easily I mean if they're really drafting a tight end here in, you know, the early second round of the NFL draft I'm assuming they're he's gonna be their go-to tight end guy playing with at this, in this hypothetical situation, CJ Stroud and with Frank Reich. I like it. So I'll, I'll, I'll swing back in and take Darnell Washington. Nice.
1: All right. At this, at this point, there's a bunch of different directions I can go. Obviously, uh, just again, just going to go purely off the draft capital. And, and I, I like this guy as a player as well. Roshan Johnson to the Jaguars. If they make this pick, I imagine this means they want to incorporate ETN in the passing game more, which they weren't really able to do once he took over that bell cow workload. Um, so if they get Roshan Johnson, maybe they're use, utilizing him on early downs more and ETN gets a lot more of that that passing down work uh, to make him a little more fantasy fantasy relevant. But I like Roshan Johnson here in the the middle of the third round.
2: Nice. Uh, give me Xavier Hutchinson. Uh, just talked about him in our um, sleepers episode here on rookies. He's a nice prospect coming out of Iowa state has shown some flashes, very athletic. It's um, made some impressive catches in the past. He has some nice separation um, to go get that ball, especially in the red zone and on the sidelines. Um, very, very great target share at Iowa state. Um, clearly the dominant receiver there. We'll see how an NFL team wants to develop him um, professionally and, and, and see if he can dominate in the NFL as well. So,
0: I'm going to take Charlie Jones here. Um, I, I obviously, Indiana college prospect out of Purdue. I think this is somebody who could also be a sleeper. I think this is somebody that we could have included in our sleepers episode, but did not. The problem I have with him in this particular draft is that he goes to the Steelers, which really doesn't do a whole lot for me in terms of liking his landing spot. But again, here in the mid third, I'll take a shot on somebody I like. I'll take Charlie Jones.
1: I think I'm going to have to go Tank Dell here at this, at this point. Guy that really shined at the Senior Bowl, going to the Panthers with new quarterback C.J. Stroud in this mock. He's probably the starting slot receiver from day one there, and if you're a young quarterback, your two best friends are your tight end and your slot receiver that gets open all the time. So I'll take the shot on Tank Dell here near the, the back end of the third round.
2: Nice. Um, I'm going to go with my man Marvin Mims to Jacksonville. Obviously that's looks like a – Crowded receiving room, but, man, if anyone can develop a young receiver prospect there, and if, if Calvin Ridley doesn't work out in Jacksonville, you have him. You have Mims tied to an elite-producing QB in Trevor Lawrence. So I um, really like the tools that Mims had coming out of Oklahoma in college and um, would be really excited to see what he could do in an offense like that.
0: I'll take Sam Laporta. I mean, he's coming out of tight end U at Iowa. Um, going to the Packers, which I think would be a fine landing spot for any tight end in this class, And I think if he went there that he would be the tight end one over Robert Tunyon. So I'm not sure about if Aaron Rodgers is playing there or not, but regardless, I'll go ahead and just take him right here.
1: All right, I think the fall for Luke Busgrave ends here. Second round pick at the the tight end position. I know he goes to Philadelphia where Dallas Goddard is currently located. But like I mentioned in the previous video, this is exactly what uh, the, the, the Eagles did when they had Zach Ertz already on the roster and drafted Dallas Goddard. I think this is more of a player for the future. You may not be starting Luke Musgrave day one for your dynasty team, but you're also using a, a late third-round pick on him. So I'll take, I'll take Luke, Luke Musgrave here.
2: Nice, nice. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Kenny McIntosh here. He obviously didn't have some super crazy production in Georgia as a college prospect, but, man, his, um, his cut – ability and some of his explosiveness on the ground as a running back has been really impressive he's just gonna have to up his 40 time big time to, to get that round three draft capital um he's going the late third here in this mock so I'll, I'll take my shot on him
0: i think i'm gonna take tucker craft here uh another team and the texans without a clear tight end one i'll take my shot that he's going to go there and get early reps as a rookie and then his value is going to go way up and i can sell him so at this point, I'm looking at him, and I like these tight ends here late, so I'll take Tucker Craft. That's we into the
1: fourth now.
2: Yes, yeah. that was the four hundred one. That was the four hundred one. Okay.
1: All right, four hundred two. I'll take Eric Gray here. Uh, okay. Going to den going to Denver in the fifth round. Not the greatest draft capital in the world, but. With Sean Payton going there now at the as a head coach and him bringing in his offensive system, I think there's a good possibility that we could see, you know, Javante Williams coming coming off that ACL still. That Eric Gray is going to get some of the receiving workload and and that should that should bolster his his value. So I, I think at the 402, I, I like that for, for Eric Gray.
2: Yeah, um, at the 403, I'll take Chase Brown going right after Eric Gray there in the fifth to the Las Vegas Raiders. I know we had this story last season with Amir White going in the fourth round. Everyone's saying Amir White is greater than Josh Jacobs because he got more carries in the Hall of Fame game than Jacobs did. Well, Jacobs might not even get the deal in Vegas um, this year. I I would hope he would. I'd expect he does because of his production and what he did this past season. But again, we don't really know what's going to happen in Vegas since uh, Derek Carr is going to be gone. They could do a soft rebuild and whatnot. Chase Brown could get some opportunities there. I'll take my shot on him there in the fourth.
0: I am going to take Rakeem Jarrett. Uh, He's mocked to Atlanta in the fifth round of this. So obviously – not great draft capital for Rakeem Jarrett, but at this point, nobody's got great, gap, great draft capital for drafting in the fifth round. So with Rakeem Jarrett, I mean, I think he showed some promise. I think he has some tools to be um, a good wide receiver in the NFL. That's just a hat. I mean, these are just Darthos at this point, and Raheem Jarrett was a guy that's gotten a lot of attention so far early in the draft process, so I'll take Rakeem Jarrett here. Yep. I love it. 405, I'm
1: going Deuce Vaughn. Kansas City Chiefs Nice. Nice. talked about it in our other, our other rookie mock probably a couple months ago that say Deuce Vaughn ends up as like a day two pick to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's probably like a middle of the second round pick in rookie drafts. That's not the case here. He's a day three pick, but either way jeriff McKinnon is 30 years old. Um, I would like to think that if they're taking Deuce Vaughn here in the fifth, that that's the role that they envision him fulfilling. So I'll take Juwan with the dart throw here in the middle
2: of the fifth. The middle. Uh, of the yeah, I'm going to take uh, Puka Nakua here. We just talked about him again. Another one of those sleepers that we've got in our um, our rookie video, rookie sleeper video. Um, guy coming out of BYU, the alpha receiver. There um, has a lot of really intriguing tools for. Um, any NFL team that wants to even use him as a as a as a running back sort of kind of like a dual threat Debo Samuel type guy potentially with the contested catch upside um, and the big play ability I'll take Puka here middle of the fourth going to Cleveland uh, tied to Deshaun Watson in that long term deal good landing spot. Um,
0: man, it's getting fuzzy down here. <laughs> very, very. I think <laughs> I am going to go with. Tanner McKee. So Tanner McKee, again, super flex league. He went to New Orleans. My hope with Tanner McKee drafting him here would be that, uh, Jameis doesn't start the whole season and Tanner McKee somehow gets, ends up getting rookie reps and I can sell him for a lot more than what I drafted him for. So purely a super flex draft.
2: Nice. All
1: right. I, you know, I don't like this guy as a prospect at the four Oh eight. I'll take At Perry. got day two draft capital to the Kansas city chiefs. Um, not really much much to add on A. T. Perry. I don't think he's very good. He he was supposed to be six foot five. He played at the East West Shrine Bowl. He measured in at six foot three. Um, I think he came in at like two hundred pounds too, so he's not exactly a a big guy. Um, but with given the, the state of their uh, wide receivering depth chart, I, I guess AT Perry's as good of a dart throw as any.
2: Yeah. Um at the uh, gosh, where are we now? The four oh nine. I'll take Stetson Bennett. Late fourth round. Mark to Tampa Bay. We don't know what the QB situation is going to look you. like he has a bunch of uh, college experience. I don't think he'll do anything in the NFL, but hey, look what Brock Purdy did put in the right situation and all of a sudden he was a relevant starting QB in the NFL. So Stetson Bennett super flex leagues in dynasty. You got to you got to shoot your shot there at the end I'm, of the fourth.
0: I'm really just glad that you took my last pick because I was going to take him just for the memes. <laughs> I don't even know what the odds are that he gets drafted at this point, but whatever. I'll take Jonathan Mingo since he went to the Colts. Um, that's nice. literally the only reason <laughs> I have not watched film on any of these guys down this low. So <laughs> go Colts. You know hear yeah. I me? Mean? Last pick.
1: So there's a bunch of different directions I could go. I could go with Andre Sova's going to the Cardinals in the fourth. He's an athletic freak specimen. Jaden Reed, he was a standout at the Senior Bowl. Dontavian Wicks, also the other. Uh, practice player of the week for uh, the Senior Bowl.
2: You should take Joe.
1: <sighs> I'm not taking Joe, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I will take... Man, and you got Dwayne McBride going to Carolina, too, but in the fourth round. <sighs> I'm going to take Jaden Reed. Give me, cool. me Jaden Reed. Uh, I, I don't know if he should have been here. should have been here this late, but with, with Day 3 Capital going to Green Bay not knowing if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there long-term. It's a lot of question marks, but I like what I saw from the senior bowl uh, out of Jaden Reed, so I'll take
2: him. Nice. There's only one guy left from the third round that we haven't taken. I'll take Luke Luke Schumacher, go, Schumacher or whatever, going to the Sch- Dolphins, 321. Um, I literally
0: <clears throat> don't, If Gusecki's out, I mean, that's it, something. That, that is
2: true. It is something. He'll have some market value boost there yeah. um, for sure, so I'll take him at the 412.
0: Find you another Dynasty channel that does a four-round, 448 rookie picks in February. We are like, the best. I mean we're we're, we're insane uh, Jeremy I love in the fourth at the end of the fourth like there's a couple different directions I could go and I'm literally like (laughs) looking at the list of players and I'm like who the heck is that (laughs) so we don't expect you to know all these guys but this is just a really deep mock draft early in the process Uh, we hope you enjoyed that content and let us know what you think of some of these later round guys especially or if you even even know who they are so make sure you like the video make sure you subscribe to the channel we got all kinds of new dynasty and fantasy content coming out every single week during the offseason including the most in-depth four rounds in-depth rookie content (laughs) that you can find so make sure you subscribe for that reason make sure you check out our locals page all of our exclusive content is there as always we appreciate you guys listening thanks for joining us and we'll see you later